0: Bourbon.
1: I feel like you changed the whole intro, but <laughs> I
0: actually did because Steve's not here. Uh, he'll probably put the tequila song back in. But hey, everyone, welcome to Hammerlock Hangover. I almost a Garden of Doom there. Um,
1: <laughs> so many and, shows.
0: Yeah, and as alluded to last week, we're going to this every other week format. Where the bad news is. It's probably always going to be me, but the good news is every other week you get the great Grand Slam Poobah, the bad guy himself. Ron, what's going on, Ron? How are you?
1: You know, I was very honored when you hit me up this week and you said, hey, we're going to do this every other week, but can you fill in those other weeks? I said, oh, yeah, why not? I'm doing fantastic. I took off from work today because I just felt like it. I had two cans of Pepsi. And I have sitting in front of me is uh what's it called chicken parmesan. I haven't finished yet because it's a lot to do, with. It's a lot of pasta, but I'm well. Okay, I love chicken parmesan, but they
0: you know they got to get the pasta and chicken parmesan ratio correct. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know sometimes I just got to take like a bunch of the pasta, put it somewhere else, and just consider a snack <laughs> for the next day. Because you know I'm all about the percentages, but yeah, so
1: that I mean, sounds about but, right.
0: Before we get into anything, like. How was your skincare regime this week?
1: Oh, man, it's the same stuff. It's still Neutrogena. Um, I, I'm never prepared for this thing, but Neutrogena is this thing. It's in blue water. I picked it up because it was in blue water. And uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's the reason of it. But it's, uh, um, I forget what so, they call like, if we went to a pet store, you
0: would just come back with an aquarium?
1: Yeah. I don't, what's the, I don't see what the opposite. Like, if, I, if we went to a, a, a pet store, I'd be like, oh, cool, there's cats. And I'll come back with a crab. Not no, crabs, you, but you come, come back, back with a crab
0: filled with blue water. Oh, like if you go to supermarket,
1: you come back with blue Gatorade. Oh my god, you know, I would have been fantastic for that show, Supermarket Sweep, because they just throw shit into the uh thing. I said, like, Hey, I can do that. I was always excited about it. I used to love your, that show.
0: Is your favorite uh show, The Blue Man Group?
1: I hate them too much <laughs> blue. They the ratio of blue they overdo it with the blue, so it, it's got to be just in the middle blue. When you go too, too blue, I said you're going a little too hard. Well, but it
0: looked like it's a fun show. So I'm not sure if this show, and of course Steve will pick the the show name, but I already gave him a description in advance and I called <laughs> it the new era, sort of to you know to <laughs> play on Tony Khan's calling, you know, after Wrestle Dream, the New Era, and mm-hmm. there was nothing new really, other than Adam Copeland, which is not new and was completely expected. And now people are mm-hmm. saying they're going to, you know, an attitude era or rated R. I mean, mm-hmm. if they turned it up a notch, it's a notch. But I I almost feel like, who cares about that? I mean, that, that, that could have been a discussion, the whole new era thing, whether it's a new era or not. But, I mean, we have to talk about sure. Super Tuesday, the Tuesday Night Wars, and the aftermath of it, which we're still glowing in. It's Thursday, it's October 12th. We're, you know, 48 hours out. We're about... 28 hours or 30 hours since the ratings numbers came out. Right. And so th- this was not necessarily the story. I, I mean, I, I initially planned on like, you know, just doing a quick review of Fastlane. I know we're, you know, a few days behind everyone else, but, you know, it's the first time we're doing on Hammerlock Hangover. Mm-hmm. I went three and two in my predictions, which is not great, not terrible, but, um, you know, uh, I don't know. What What were your thoughts going into the Tuesday Night War, Super Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. And like, did you care as much about the shows or were you just were you just like dumbfounded by the like the, the, the bitter <laughs> PR storms that, that were, you know, happening?
1: Jeff, you've worked with me long enough to know I'm not a controversial figure. So for me, I just enjoyed the show. I was mainly into NXT because I do a review show on Tuesday, so I stuck more with NXT. I was able to watch AEW, which looked like they had a really good show. There was some hit or miss on, uh, you could say, on both shows. But um, it was it was cool just to be a wrestling fan again. You know, you think about the Monday Night War era. Uh, it's not as, it's not the same. No, but you but you still kind of like it, it kind of give you a little nostalgia feeling like, man, I remember back in the day because you had a lot of people and um, well, you know, the young kids now will call us old timers. Right. But they'll be like, hey, remember you old timers? You used to go back and forth between TNT and USA. So that was pretty cool. Um, I do want to ask you, what do you think about this? Uh, and I saw some of your tweets. Um, what do you think about this meltdown about uh with Tony Khan? Because, oh, my God. And I don't pay attention to any of this stuff, but you can't help but see it. But take- uh, Ron,
0: my little ray of sunshine uh not controversial i i, I love <laughs> every part of it i mean i don't know i want to i want to get to things sort of in order so sure you know I, I think that we at hammerlock hangover are obviously probably a bias show steve ridiculously so to the point that i'm not sure if he's playing the character or if that's really him but he's he's Team WWE. Vince McMahon is his father. He he's already on oh. the donor list for kidneys, marrow. He only has one liver, but he's ready to donate that. He'll donate his lungs, whatever. Uh, his brain's already been rejected, uh, but he will donate oh. anything to Vince McMahon's you know long lasting life. Uh, me, I didn't come into AEW <laughs> hating it, but I grew, but I was suspicious very quickly, and I grew skeptical and probably cynical over time, but there have been times when I've really, really enjoyed AEW. Unfortunately, those times have have not been, you know, most and, and when I say enjoy, I mean like two-thirds of a show. To me that that's that that's like an A in wrestling. That's the best you can hope for in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um because it's not all for you. Wrestling's a variety show. It's not all Absolutely. for anyone and, and no one should really pretend that it is. Um but I I have I just you know now it's more like dynamite is 50 50 you know i'll like what's on 50 50 i will really dislike what's on 50 50 and the spectrum of like you know from it's okay to liking it a lot is 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 often you know disjointed so the other subtitle to the show could be called ratio because the ratio is in there rampage is is has just become an utter waste of time i mean i agree it's useless. It doesn't advance any stories. The ones that they do are dumb. They get forgotten. Um, it's a waste of an hour. It's painful. The matches are painful. It just every part of it is bad. Collision. When Punk took it over, I thought it was the best wrestling show of the week, many weeks. Um, it, you know, I didn't think it was perfect, but it, you know, I saw what they were trying to do, and I like where they were going with it. They were. Hamstrung a couple of weeks because they had other obligations, like they had a sell for Forbidden Door, they had a sell for you know other pay-per-views or other events that were that were coming up. And and I get that. Um, but it wasn't that consistent, but it was it, but there were many weeks where it reminded me of just an old-fashioned good wrestling show. Sure, um sure. since Punk's departure, it's definitely been more wildly inconsistent. It feels more like dynamite, um, where you know, it's 50 50. Some is good, some is bad. Doesn't always make sense. And, and a lot of it just doesn't make sense, period. Um, that's a really long way of saying that <laughs> this build up, you know, you, you, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. A little bit of history. So sure. NXT was on the WWE network. It was always on Wednesday nights. So then when it was going to go to TV, they put it on Wednesday nights. It actually started airing on Wednesday nights before AEW Dynamite did, but it was announced that AEW Dynamite was going to be on Wednesday nights before NXT went on Wednesday night. So all of the predisposed AEW fans, because there really wasn't any, any AEW, it's just like we want something other than, than WWE. Uh, you know, all the alternate fans who were you know chomping on the bit felt that that was a foul that, that WWE picked Wednesday night. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe USA picked it. I, have, I truly have no idea. I mean, obviously, you know, you're a tenant of that network for a long time. You have some stroke. Um, in, in any event, you know, who invaded whose night is, is an open question. I think if people want to remember about four and a half years ago, it was actually Tuesday Night Dynamite that was that was filed for a trademark first. So, you know, it was Tuesday nights that, you know, everyone thought that AEW was going to be on initially. Right. Anyway, that, that, that's a little bit of history. And my point is that the AEW fans were outraged. So now oh, when yeah. AEW way. gets preempted off its Wednesday night and it goes to Tuesday night, well, what was wrong with Monday night or Thursday night or even Friday night before Rampage or, you know, Saturday night, make it a four-hour collision or Sunday night? I mean, you know, Did they pick Tuesday night because they wanted to pick a fight with NXT slash WWE? Or did Warner Brothers Discovery say, this is the time slot we have for you this week? I don't know. But there was none of that same outrage. Like, nobody remembered the the accusations that NXT invaded AEW's turf on Wednesdays. That, That was all forgotten. And that's, in that long monologue, there's also just an example of the hypocrisy as to why I don't like A.W. largely because of the fans, because they don't recognize it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, if you just yeah. recognize it and say, yeah. yeah, we did the same thing you guys did. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. I mean, cool. It's right. on. You know, so that's first. Secondly, Tony was definitely picking a war. He called the title Tuesday. He was going to load up the show. He said, this is the greatest card ever. Meanwhile, there were only two titles defended on, on the show. Uh, I think a Ring of Honor trio title champion was in one
1: match. but Oh, yeah. Adam.
0: Yeah. Those two partners. And one of the title matches had to be changed at the last minute because they couldn't possibly have known that Moxley wasn't cleared to wrestle, which is, uh, you know, I think a heap. Ludicrous? Of- yeah. Um, I, I Yeah, I think so. A bit of a bait, bait and switch. Uh, though, if you listen to AW fans, they will tell you that Orange Cassidy is a bigger draw than John Moxley. I'm not even sure they're wrong about that. I I don't I don't think I think at this point John Moxley's appeal has worn off. I think Orange Cassidy's appeal has worn off. So um, so then WWE, let's call a spade a spade. They made an event show. The the matches were not particularly exciting. It wasn't built around the matches, it was built around who was gonna be there. Yes, they they called in everyone. They call well, pretty much everyone. All they, hands they, on deck, I call it. Yeah, and you're exactly right. O- almost all hands on deck. I mean, mm-hmm. the only thing they didn't have was a vignette of, of, of The Rock, you know, having brunch with his daughter. They didn't have Stone Cold. I mean, th- there were a couple people they could have put in, but, yeah, John Cena,
1: Paul They could Hayman. have trot out Hogan out there somehow. They got him on a, a a horse coming out there. You, you know, you're absolutely right, but this card and, – and, you know, it's funny that you said that, because when I watched back on NXT, I thought it was a good show. I mean, I always enjoy NXT, and I know you do as well. Like, you always have a – it's a really delightful show – um that, that's your words delightful because sure. i don't use that enough uh but uh yeah they absolutely did because even having the undertaker out there and they teased that um maybe even a few days before this event you know they have the gong playing and seeing him come out there it's it's uh it's actually kind of it, 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 it i don't know it, it's one of those things i don't know i'm trying to uh explain and uh, uh, my feelings towards it. So I see Undertaker, and I just laughed, and I said, yeah, they really sat here and said, oh, you want to come out? You want to... If I could quote a, a fellow bad guy, you want to start a war? And they said, no problem. We got we got all these names right here at our expense. And I remember reading something, and I forget exactly where I read it. Um, I don't like to read certain uh, uh, dirt sheets and stuff, because I just don't believe all of them all the time. I just think they write whatever the hell they... Because uh, they have a pencil in their hand, they write. Um, but it was something over the lines of, like, uh, this was a way of teaching A.W. a lesson. Just sitting there saying, you know, for the longest time, you have been in your own atmosphere. You have been, you have been doing well, but you keep poking the bear. Now we're going to sit here. We're going to let the bear out on you. And I feel like that's what they did on Tuesdays. On Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesdays.
0: I think that's a that's exactly right. And and I think both of us basically said the same thing in different ways. And we could probably say the same thing each a half dozen different ways. But sure. this, they loaded this show up with featured attractions not a, not so much around matches or even stories they advanced a few stories and things like that and and some characters but it was mostly an attraction show and you know i think that there was a lot of people who were really wondering will people wanna see the wrestling show or the attraction show um and we found out so whatever anybody thought i mean you know any anyone can go to my tweets and i, and I predicted i correctly predicted that NXT would do more than AEW. I even think, I know I went out on the limb a couple of times and said, yes, even in the demo, they're going to do better because of the attractions. I mean, I don't know if I typed because of the attractions, but that, that was my mind. I thought that NXT was going to do better than it did. I thought they were going to crack a million and I thought AEW was going to do better because they did put together a good, a good card. And okay. I thought the fans of both products were going to sort of go all hands on deck and support their teams and whatever it is and i and you know as many times as i say social media and twitter isn't real you forget it too when you're sort of absorbed in it and when you're in it Mm -hmm. and i think maybe we saw just you know eric bischoff was was almost exactly right which is really uncanny of course he's like yeah well i've been in this business for a while and and uh, you know i i only have you know Thirty-five years experience of running these types of TV shows, let alone you know another ten or twelve of being on them. um But it was something like—I uh, mean, I have the numbers. It was nine twenty-one mm-hmm. to six oh nine, so NXT beat them by over three hundred thousand, um, mm-hmm. which wow. was around what I thought it was going to be. I mean, I think I put one point one five million versus eight twenty-seven. That's around three hundred thousand. But, uh, you know, but it, everything was lower. And 6.09 for Dynamite, I mean, listen, we know that there's an overlap between the audience. We can see it every time this is WWE PLE. Um, in fact, No Mercy impacted uh, um, mm-hmm. collision more than uh, Fastlane impacted collision. Yeah, you know, if you just go by the, the the differentials, I mean, you know, they both hurt it terribly. Um and that's you know, that's sort of a story that's maybe lost in the shuffle this week, but it's probably gonna be a continuing story, um, for a lot of reasons. But this was a shellacking. I mean, and you know, NXT won in the demo, the NXT, yeah, the, the the demo is you know, when NXT does like 0.22, it's a good demo. Normally, you know, they're like 0.17, 0.12, their average age is like 60. Everyone jokes, ah, it's just people that fell asleep during SVU or whatever. <laughs> You know, the demo for what it's worth, and I don't even want to go through the whole demo discussion and absurdity of it, is sure. point 0.30, and Dynamite was 0.26. So, I mean, you know, not that far apart, but a win is a win. um is a win. Yeah. And Tony Khan threw the whole thing. You know, he's saying, it's my birthday. It's like like as if, you know, like he – I think he really thinks that people are personally invested in him. And, you know, at some point during the show, he said, I have a major announcement coming up. And I tweeted, I tweeted out – I think I saw a wolf around the edge of the village, you know, the boy <laughs> who cried wolf, you know, cause he keeps doing major announcements and they're almost never major announcements. What was his announcement? We're donating a million dollars worth of AW toys for
1: to, toys for tots. Mm-hmm. Great. That that's a terrific That's nice. Interview. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's not a it's not a yeah, yeah, no. Um he did that during the show, right? Because I that's watched true. it today and they mentioned uh toy and I said, Oh, that's, that's that's a lovely uh thing to do. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's but it's perfect. not uh but it's not like hey, we signed uh you know, that's the kind of stuff that the wrestling fans were looking for. And I don't know. I think he just have a, beside him having a, uh, an Adam fetish, because it's just that's what AEW's starting to become. Uh, it seemed like he have a fetish for uh, telling us, uh, like, he has to say, I have an announcement to the point where I'm, just, uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for him to have an announcement next week. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think it's yeah. going to be an announcement next week. But carry on, I mean to interrupt, but I, oh, I always laugh when I hear the <laughs> I have the major announcement, a major announcement, and you see it in these big freaking fonts, and it's like, I have a major announcement, and it's
0: no, you are officially a co-host now. Like last time when you were like uh, filling in, that this you know you were probably being right, you know, rightfully deferential to me and whatever. And I have a tendency to ramble and and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, steamroll over people. And and you don't need to let them have them. Because you're officially a co-host. You have as much agency. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, you know, the first time I was on air, I was being. It's been a while since we worked together. I had to get that mojo back. And now, you know, I'm I'm, I'm in it. I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm officially a part of the Hamelock crew. Yay. And listen. You said,
0: it's a nice, do- it's a nice thing. It's tax deductible, so it's still a nice donation. But always looking on, on the on the bleak side of things, you know that that's going to be a million dollars worth of unsold Cody Rhodes, Jade Cargill, and CM Punk figures. <laughs> oh shoot! And and whatever and and whatever ones it's not of that, it's going to be of other people who are no longer under contract. That the the they it'll be Sunny Kiss. It'll be Marco Stunts. It'll it'll be uh, Peter Avalon's. I mean, it's you know, uh, if they ever made a VSK, who's no longer on the contract, it'll, it'll be you know, it's not going to be anything. It might be him. that ladder that
1: Brian Cage ripped. It it it,
0: it could be. I mean, yeah. Who who knows who's no longer under contract with them? But you know, sure they'll be Bobby You'll be like Bobby ah. Fish. But you know, it you know, it's their overstock that they can't be sold and they won't be sold. So Got I right. mean. It's still nice, but what the hell else are they going to do with it? Other than pretend that they might be collectors' items? It's not collectors' items if they're in one warehouse and you have ten thousand of them. So, <laughs> you know, anyway, so, I, I,
1: I love that so much because you make it sound like like when they go in the warehouse, they undust whoever it is is no longer there in the company, and they're like, "Oh, this was definitely this is what the kids want. This is what the kids want right here."
0: You know, to quote MJF, and he's going to come up later uh, and Ooh. things around him. The poor's, you know, beggars can't be choosers. They're gonna, they're gonna get the toys that they get, and they're gonna be happy about it. So, anyway, they can have lots of dream matches with uh, Mm -hmm. CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. So they, they
1: can have their own all-in. Yeah, they can say we can put the match that we were robbed of. And I think these kids are actually really lucky because back in the day, they just used to just give me Bill Goldberg action figures, and you know how upset I was about that. I yeah
0: i know i mean you're you're really i mean it's like bret hart than you against
1: <laughs> me and bret hart are the same person we're oh, both canadian
0: interesting it's thank you so much in common um mm-hmm. that's it so okay so they have this card where mm-hmm. it's title tuesday and they switch two titles um So, Orange Cassidy filled in for John Moxley last minute because John Moxley still has scrambled brains, which they couldn't have possibly known. Oh, they even went so desperate. Okay, so so NXT announced the first half hour is going to be commercial free—a gimmick, right? Okay. -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So AEW said, "Hey, we're going to do at least a half hour commercial free," and I got permission for for an overrun. So you know, NXT always has a few minute overrun possibility in there. They don't always use it, but it's always there. So, okay, tit for tat, you know, it's getting really petty. It's getting so. Now, I don't know, but I strongly suspect that, that there's a big difference here. I suspect that USA, Comcast, NBC, Universal, whatever you want to call them, that when WWE calls and says, this is what we'd like, they say, okay, cool. We're, we're, we're with you. you. You've been our partner and we're your partner for 30 years. We're with you. I have a feeling when Tony Khan calls up Warner Bros. Discovery, the president of TBS, and says that, they're like what, what what are you talking about we, we do an ad split here I mean this, this is this is the only way we make money sure, goes don't worry I'll I will pay you for those ads and I know that your advertisers are gonna be upset with it so I'm gonna I'm gonna pay I'm gonna pay whatever inconvenience charge to them for moving their ads or or whatever it is so I'm gonna pay you one 150 percent of the ad time for that 45 minutes you know wow. to pay for it and your trouble and they go okay deal so I can't prove it. Maybe one day it'll come out, but I strongly suspect that that's the case. Secondly, he also did a buy-in on YouTube. That was weird. Yes. Okay. Which, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just to show how clueless he, he is, he thinks that something that's attractive to us is seeing Eddie Kingston versus
1: Minoru Suzuki again. They did face each other, right? Yes. I'm Eddie. sorry. I don't watch AEW as religiously, but I thought that that already did happen.
0: Yeah, and it's the same match every time. And it was like a six-minute match. It was exactly what you thought it was. And I guess Eddie Kingston's titles were up for grabs because Minoru Suzuki is the number one contender for either of those. Why? No reason. There's no reasons anymore. So then we get Orange Cassidy versus Phoenix. So if people remember, Phoenix wasn't supposed to win that belt. John Moxley Mm -hmm. got concussed. Once, probably twice during the course of the match, and so they they did an audible. Rick Knox acting like he was concussed, didn't know what was going on, and Moxley. I thought I think, he was concussed. Yeah, you think, <laughs> and, and Moxley from like what looked like his his you know broken neck bed. Thank God it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Said to him, "Change your title or count to three. You know, you had to tell him to, you know before he made Phoenix do another spine buster, you know, Yeah, drive, you
1: know. yeah. Oh, you mean drop him on his neck a third time, right? Yeah. Right.
0: So, Phoenix was the accidental. And, and he injured himself, too. He injured himself at, I think, it was All Out, maybe wrestler. One of those matches, he couldn't continue. And then it looked like a TV match afterwards. His eye was bothering him. Whatever. He's constantly... I mean, so, Orange Cassidy won the title again, which is stupid because the whole what was the point? Exactly. What was the point of it in the first place? The, the, you know, I thought he was supposed to be getting a rest, but he wasn't taking a rest. And then... His whole the whole trajectory of his story now is like, Hook is a title, he doesn't, and he's not getting a rematch, and all these other people are going to get rematches before him. And since AEW doesn't care about stories, they just ended the story, and they said, okay, y- you want the rematch? Because Tony Khan, you know, loves Orange Cassidy, and yeah. Orange you Cassidy... You know
1: what, I... Yeah. I, I, I cause that's actually an interesting question, because you... Uh, interesting when you pointed out when you said, well, why is Orange Cassidy the... Uh, um, What's this called? The International championship. Um, yeah. I think it just goes to that. This is another guy that he counts on. Like John Moxley was his go to guy. Anytime anything ever happened, he would throw John Moxley out there. If it was some kind of fight at a scrum or someone got sick or whatever. Hey, we're going to throw out John Moxley. And I feel like that's what they did with Orange Cassidy. Because I do agree when he dropped the title, he defended this thing. What, like 30 times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Moxley supposed to have a run that changed. And they put the title, and it just looks, it, it, it's weird to me because they and I understand what, uh, including everything that happened, the situation Moxie's hurt, and I get that, but it's just weird because it's the guy that you took the title off of, and then we're putting it right back on him. It just, it just feels weird, and that's that's uh, that was weird. And the match, um, I saw the match. I, I wasn't really impressed with the match. I don't think it was an awful match, but I, I kind of was like, oh, we just want to put the title on Orange.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, also Phoenix doesn't sell, and it's it's really irritating because, like, you know, he'll he'll sell a kick, and then he'll like you, you then he'll get up and he'll do super kicks, but he'll, you know, yeah. it's one thing for the trading of super kicks. It's like, you know, okay, we're it's it's time to be done being outraged about that, however stupid it is. You're you're you you can either review the show or not. Um, but then, like, he's like doing a bunch of flying moves immediately afterwards. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're selling that you, you got super kicked and that your back is hurting, you, you, don't, you don't immediately go to an aerial game. I mean, you, you build up to it. So, that, I mean, in wrestling, you only need about two or three minutes of recovery time for you know, you don't need to sell for the sell rest of them.
1: Yeah, sell the move, let it uh, let it marinate. Yeah,
0: and lord knows I don't really care that much about this, but sure, AW has one this one story. And this one story, you know, seems to involve Hook and they seem to have some ideas to what they want to do with it. They like, they share chips, you know, they talk to Renee, whatever it is, you didn't have to do this. You could have continued that story and you could have put in, like, there's a myriad of people that you're doing nothing with. How, how this. You want to do something intriguing? Well, doesn't Apprehendis also represent Commander? Put Commander against Phoenix and who whose side is he on? How about you put penta against phoenix and little things before for bros or how about this dust off freaking Miro or Andrade who who've been doing nothing and and surprise us where they actually get a title at where actually there's something it doesn't make any sense but it's something to get new and fresh and something to get excited about meanwhile orange castley's story is still that he wants to get a rematch and then maybe it would also be that you know, Phoenix also wants to get a rematch. And then when Moxley's clear, he wants to get a rematch. So you've got the three of them in this thing. And, and huh. you know, you got your booking for three months on this thing. Meanwhile, while Miro can, you know, be – I'll just pick Miro. But, you you know, wh- whoever's out there, you can put, you know, Darius Martin if you want to, whatever. You know, who, who or Lance Archer, you know, if, if someone can, you know, call this number, if you've seen him and you call the FBI because he's missing – um has been missing, yeah.
1: you know, and, and let them have an open challenge and just like you know walk through people. Um, I love the idea with Mero, by the way. I think that's fantastic. Because where is Mero? As soon as you said that, I wanted to say out loud, but I didn't want to interrupt. But where is Mero? I <laughs> last I checked, he had that match with Hobbs, right? And mm-hmm. then he doesn't want to have anything to do with his wife. Right. And now where is he?
0: Right, and she. Well, he's still uh, at war with God and with his uh, uh, double jointed hot wife um and but doesn't want anything to do with her for reasons and she's like okay well just don't attack any of my clients have we seen her in vignettes or anything we're trying to recruit any clients no no was has there was there a word on it this week on collision no rampage no dynamite no during super tuesday no i mean do do, do you not think that like you know having lana there for like 30 seconds you know You know, during during some of the picture-in-picture, they they tried these you know, uh, film noir, black and white, silent films with Tony Storm, Mm -hmm. which was I suppose a clever idea, but the execution was terrible. It's not good in -in picture-in-picture. Blah blah blah. But okay, they tried. But it's those were two commercials. During others, you could have seen had C.J. Perry talking to people, and you know, and you know, recruiting right you know see see her like you know talking to Don Callis and shaking hands talking to the Prince Nana and shaking hands talking to Stokely Hathaway Mark Sterling you know different managers talking each time you could see her talking to different people so hey what's what what's up there and every now and then you might see Miro like you know walking by you know doing those the you know curls or whatever up. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and looking at her side eye and sneering or something but whatever i mean it's wrestling it ain't hard anyway the other title match was Soraya against Hikaru Shida. Shida wins. Saraya, I think, had one successful defense of the belt yeah. that she won in Wembley. So, like, it looks like she's finally shaking cobwebs off and, and can sort of wrestle a match. And you have her lose the title. I, I mean, I don't know why you ever gave her the title. I mean, you have this whole right. thing with, you know, Tony Storm, you know, was, was betrayed by the Outcasts. Ruby Soho, it's not exactly where she stands with them any longer. Tony Storm actually obviously wants a rematch. She, she's trying to fight her way back to Soraya. And now you have Sheeta, someone who no one gives a shit about Sheeta, with the title. Another thing, like, why? This is not something anyone's excited about. Like, this didn't feel like a new era. This this felt like an old era.
1: I don't know why they... they it's funny when you say new era. I don't know why he... Uh, uh... I, I guess it's all what do they call it Hiber- or something like that. I'm trying mm-hmm. to uh, expand my vernacular there, but um, I agree. I didn't understand why he. I would have never even changed the title to begin with that. And I understand why he did. They were in um, they were in England, home turf, got that. But I just would have never gone that route. Um, I forgot who was even the women's champion. I kept. <laughs> I have this thing where I would see somebody and I'm like, oh, cool. That's Chris Statlander, the TBS champion. Because you see her more. You seen mm-hmm. her do a lot more. And then I'm like, wait, isn't there another belt? And I was like, oh, Soraya got it. And I, until you, not even until you said that, I watched Dynamite today, and as I was watching it, and they said, oh, she had a successful title defense. I said, yeah. And it was against Tony Storm. I was like, yeah. And I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see that footage. So um, I think they did it on Sheeter. I think they tried to put the title or... um... I feel like they tried to put the titles or... um... On people that they know is going to be a good hand. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the biggest Sheeta fan, but I prefer her over uh, Soraya. If you was to tell me between these two, I know that you could put Sheeta out there and she's going to go out there and match wise, belt to bell, she's going to well, maybe, bell to bell, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to get my words out, but when she goes in the ring, she's going to be fine. Soraya, uh she goes out there and she's not awful, she's not terrible. You were saying she was getting a little bit of her groove in this match. Was this one of, uh, Would you say one of her better matches?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a low bar, but yeah. I mean, I think that she wrestled like an average WWE-level main roster wrestler. I mean, right. she, 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 was, she, she was above the Dana Brooke bar.
1: She took this bump, and I didn't. It was a good thing she landed on her shoulder, though. But uh, that German on the uh, apron. Because at first yeah. I saw, it, I said, like, "Oh, she shouldn't be doing stuff like that." No, don't do that. You don't have to be doing that. But um, but it makes me
0: yeah. wonder: Is she, in fact, not really healthy? Because it was not. I mean, I could, she does a good hand. She is a good wrestler. But I yep. don't care about that. She's not oh. interesting. I'm uh, y- mm-hmm. you know, set, set her free. She's not interesting. She hasn't a personality. She's this is the third time she's the champion. Who cares? I mean, if you want to make a change, at least do something shocking. Uh, I, I mean, Soraya isn't the greatest wrestler, but let, let, let's face it. She's a bigger name. She's mm-hmm. got there's there's the story of the fraction within the faction going on. Um, and
1: she got better boobs. <laughs> Bad boobs always win. No, I, I understand. That's how come a lot of people are always are uh, picked up other people over me. So I understand. But I do ask you this: um, if not Sheeta, who else would you have put the title on? Well, I wouldn't have
0: switched the title, but I, I think maybe you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I guess a rematch against Tony Storm might have made sense. Uh, um, uh, you know, I don't know what Jamie Hader's status is. I assume that she's she's still I think you know, she's still out. Yeah, I think her, she's
1: gonna be out until twenty
0: twenty-four. I have no clue because their women's division, they they can only seem to focus on six to eight people at a time. And of those six to eight, three of them are always gonna are mostly gonna lose, like sky blue. But You know, I don't know. They they seem to have been pushing Willow, and that's sort of been forgotten. You know, she's not going to turn heel and go against Statlander, so maybe Willow. Mm -hmm. She's 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 got a nice look. She's a pretty good wrestler. She's got a nice personality. She's a good face. Nice. We love Willow over here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to shock people, uh, half Athena as the Ring of Honor champion come out, and and she's got Billy Starks. You know where Soraya has Ruby, sort of. You know, maybe, you know, maybe that could shock the world and validate Athena moving because, I mean, that no one really that her that her that, you know, people have high hopes for her when she moved to AEW. And, you know, no one in, in good faith can say that, you know, yay, she's the Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. Who cares? I mean,
1: no, know. it is. Yeah. And I, I like that move a lot because then you get her on AEW because um, I, I, I won't hold you. I don't watch Ring of Honor. I don't know what's going no, no, no. on there. I, I I just know that if you say what's something you know about Ring of Honor, uh, Samoa Joe wears suits now and he smokes cigars. Yeah, that's a, that's a, Samoa Joe
0: just lost the title match and now all of a sudden he wants the title again. Now he's hungry. So, he, well, you know what it is—he
1: wants to get off Ring of Honor. That's <laughs> what happened.
0: Well, they want him off of Ring of Honor because you know he's a good wrestler. People, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. at, at 44, he's he's a better hand and a more believable wrestler than most of the ones that they have. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Listen, I don't mind that there's a lot of sharks circling around MJF. It's just the, it's just the choices don't make sense. And Samoa Joe one doesn't make sense. You just freaking lost, right? And now, and now you, you, and now you're serious. And now all of a sudden you're, you know, you're in like the club lounge of a skyscraper. You know, one of those, one of those private business clubs is on like the 80th floor of a of a banking building that's called like the Cattleman's Club or the Oilman's Club or the you know the sounds Center fancy club as hell, right? The fancy. Waterfront Club. And he's sitting there drinking, you know, uh, presumably a scotch or a bourbon, and smoking cigars. I mean, that's not Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is is your street fighter, <laughs> you know. Samoa Joe's your badass. I mean, not to say a badass can't have expensive tastes, but it it's like a new character for a guy whose character was already sort of perfect. And but it's, the timing's weird. Anyway, so so the opening match is Brian Danielson versus um, Swerve Strickland which is a great match on paper uh, for the number one contendership of the TNT title, the TNT title. Why are these two guys battling for the number one contendership of the world championship? Like what the, what, the TNT title? I mean, isn't that the, the story where your new guy, Adam Copeland is the one that's swirling around that one where that, that, that should, that should be what we're focusing on. Like what, why, why is Brian Danielson in the BCC or swerve in the mogul embassy going to be a distraction for, for, for that thing? And, you know, with Christian and Nick Wayne, I mean, does Christian Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne match up to either one of those factions? Fuck no. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it, you know, that should have been for a, a number for a title match. You know, I know that they're trying to do the Jay White thing that, he, that he's carrying the belt, but if you have Samoa Joe actively lobbying for a rematch, why wouldn't this match be for that? And and it sets up a great TV match or a battle of the belts match or you know there's going to be plenty of other nights that they're preempted and maybe they want to spice up the card again or may they learn their lesson. But they have freaking pay per views every you know six weeks now, and and so so I didn't really understand the purpose of this. And Swerve, who lost every single important match and every single feud finally wins an important match on a pay-per-view against Adam Page, which I think was a bit of a surprise for everyone and a pleasant surprise for most, including me. And Brian okay. is the one. I'm going to put everyone over. I'm going to be generous. I'm here to enhance younger talent. Well, meanwhile, he beats Ricky Starks in, in, you know, in, in every match they're in, in every extreme match, before he gets medically clear. by the way. Um, Brian, that is. And then somehow that's supposed to elevate Ricky Starks, uh, so, so they pull this little thing, and we'll talk about FTR in a second. But so now Swerve loses. And so he won one big match, and now he loses. So it's back to you lose every big match, and your goons are are going to get involved in sort of faction warfare. So, I mean, while it's a good match, I mean it 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 gave me more questions and head scratching. Like, you know, I, you know, wrong belt, and I thought the wrong guy won.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a I I wasn't a, a a fan of Brian winning, but um I thought this was a great way to open the show. Um I would have loved for Swerve to have won and I guess after a while I was like, Yeah, I don't see Swerve. I don't see a hill versus hill kind of thing going on here. So Brian winning and I mean I'm not gonna watch on um collision on Saturday, I'll be out. Uh but I'm pretty sure the uh, Brian and Christian are gonna have a fun match on uh Saturday. And I know a lot of people like I listen to both you and Steve and I know it's not really the match stuff that y'all really um talk about but some but for me i'm i'm a big fan of like the match quality and i sit here and go like uh, you know brian and brian's gonna give Chris, christian probably one of his best matches and um i i i, I would have loved for swerve to have won and just kept his momentum going i mean probably listen i, I i'm not you know it's mm-hmm. not like i don't
0: care at all about the matches that's just not my sure. priority i mean sure. you know i want i want to a- i've a- it. i dig it yeah, I want good stories. I want good characters. Hopefully good, good characters make it easier for good stories but good stories can build middling people into better characters and then, then I want Decent to good matches, like, but like if a match goes more than twenty five minutes, like it's it's starting to lose me. Frankly, if it's on TV, if it's going past twelve minutes, it's starting to lose me. Anyway, that that's that's not important because I I, I definitely respect the, the, your take on it. And yes, I think it'll be a good match, but you know how it's going to end. It's going to end with some smudge in, involving Luchasaurus and, and Nick Wayne. Uh, you know, and then the BCC is going to come down and then the, then, then the mogul embassy is going to do something. And then Adam page is gonna Just like the end of, 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 of just uh, past, the, past week. Yeah. Time, right? yeah. I feel like we're, we're, we're reminding me of the chaotic battle days of 2019 where, you know, it was everybody, every place, everywhere, all the time, you know, just to get people on TV and give them their on TV check. Um, and it's, it's too much clutter. because it, gives, it it, it remember when like there was those tv shows like those japanese animes and they put them in the united states and the colors were so bright it was like giving kids strokes
1: yeah that was called pokemon
0: okay well that's One how
1: th-
0: this is how i feel with that <laughs> I mean, you're like, there's nine- so much
1: going on that right. you're like you can't even keep up with everything yeah no that ending you know you said anime it kind of remind me of uh the old WCW when everything in the camera would start shaking and then the NWO was here and I think right Piper had friends and then the four horsemen and all their dust came out so it was like all chaotic you just saw then a bunch
0: of walk then the
1: LWO oh yeah I remember that I remember when Raven totally hit uh, Hogan with a even flow DDT and I said yeah Raven stick it to the man
0: yeah, I mean, oh, it's just it's just too it's just it's too, too, much, much. too much clutter. I mean, re- wrestling. You know, listen, I don't mind complexity in wrestling stories. Like I said, I don't mind more than one person going for a title. I think that's
1: good, but too much clutter all the time. You know, th- there's a balance. I did want to pick up on some because you did say some earlier. Because right, balance. So you said earlier, like, why isn't Brian Danielson and uh, Swerve going for the um, AEW Championship? Now, I don't want to say that. That part is uh is bulk. I think you could add other people to it, but I did want to say one of the things I do like is that they're making this TNT Championship feel important. Because I've I've always been a big fan of these belts should feel important. I don't think these things should be a prop. You know, I hate that. I I hate when they're like, oh, it's just a prop, like it's just a throwaway. No, I want this this sh- this shit should feel fucking important. And I love and I really really like that they're doing that for the TNT Championship. I think. I think you watch a little bit more AEW than I do, sir. So I sit here and say the TNT Championship, did you feel for a period that this belt felt it felt useless? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you, your point is 100% valid.
0: I mean, and definitely the Luchasaurus slash Christian era, because they're really one era, has, made, has elevated the title back to the status ah. that it was originally. Probably, you know, back to the status. Frankly, probably when... Wardlow lost it the first time is when it started going
1: downhill. Down, I agree. Uh,
0: and then there were plenty of times to rehabilitate it with Hobbs and Wardlow, but they kept hot, hot shotting it between the two of them. And and then I think they threw Darby in there for a second, and you know, mm-hmm. and then it, it was just a load of shit. And and the intercontinent, i the international title definitely. Yeah surpassed it. Past. It was okay. a good idea to change it from the Atlantic title, which made no, all Atlantic, which made no sense, especially since they <laughs> have flags of Japan and China on it, which are nowhere near the Atlantic. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> so the rest of this, so, so the rest of this card, you know, you, you, you had an Adam Page match in, in there. Yeah, you, you had a, there was another Wardlow match where he's just squashing people because they don't know what to do with him. Otherwise, no story. He just squashes Matt Seidel. Big fucking deal. We've seen this before. I mean, he doesn't talk. He's got nothing to say. His hair is growing out. He looks like he's uh, off the gas. Uh, you know,
1: the, I was gonna say he looked kind of, um, you know, puffy. like he, he he looks a little uh, heavier. He looks, he looks a little puffy. puffy. He, he, look, he looks a little puffy. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, like like listen, he's he's in much better shape than I've ever been, and he's in much better shape than I'll ever be in. He's a, he's a big, scary-looking guy but he's, he's looked better the entirety of his AEW career, and he's been gone for a while, and from to come back looking worse is a little bit weird, and I don't know if that he had an injury that he couldn't train. Um, I don't know if he's on the kinds of steroids that have you retain water. I mean, I, I thought that that sort of was the medical technology was beyond that now, not like the shit I was taking in 1987. Um, and uh, if, oh, if, Wait, what? You heard me, um, and (laughs) and Uh my dealer actually was one degree away from was Scott Hall was actually my dealer's dealer. Oh, yeah. Oh, for real. Yeah, for real. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah, for real. Wow, didn't know that. Jeff fact. Yeah, there you go. I've I've said it before. Um. Oh. Anyway, uh, so uh, so so that was nothing. He he does his match and then he walks out. He's, you know, through the crowd. Okay. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know. I I just didn't think, you know, if this was supposed to be your best card, I really don't think that they put together their best effort or cohesive show. And it just seemed like Tony Khan was just doing things on a whim. But whatever. I'm not trying to say the NXT show was great. It was sort of exactly what you expected it to be. There were a couple Mm -hmm. matches that were pretty good and you know, you know, you, you, know, you saw Oscar. We saw LA Knight, We saw this one, the other one. Solo Sokoa made an appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, the Undertaker. You know, everyone's like, "Wow." You know, you know, I don't, I don't love this new thing that younger wrestlers get the rub by getting embarrassed by the older wrestlers. But I, that is the new thing. I can't, you know, like I, I can't put that genie back in the bottle. Um, I didn't think the Undertaker looked particularly great in this, but. You know, it's still fun. You, you hear the gong. I always thought the motorcycle thing coming in was stupid. It's it's not fast. It's He's walking the thing around. You know, you, you see his belly, you know, hanging over. He had trouble walking around. But it's still The Undertaker in that little NXT room. And yeah. those three or four hundred people.
1: Oh, I think they ate that totally up. Like, they had The Undertaker. And, um what was I going to uh, uh, get at? I felt like with the motorcycle, right? So the idea of Undertaker coming, I'm like, oh, well, what's he going to do? What is his thing going to be? And I was like, oh, he's probably going to show Baron Corbin how to ride a motorcycle. Cause you know, <laughs> when he came out, <laughs> you no know, mercy, I thought I could have done a better job and I have never uh rode a motorcycle and I probably never will. So, but yeah, um, him, him, uh, uh, beating up Braun like that. Um, <sighs> You know, it's funny because something I saw online and it's amazing how sometimes people when they're really just you you have some smart wrestling fans is my point. <laughs> it's just it's just the idiots get uh magnified, which is awful. Um, But someone was pointing out that very same thing that you said, like, why do they young guys have to get beat up by the old guys? And I, I don't think it's a new trend. I feel like it's been going. I remember when i mean listen rick flair and um um sergeant slaw beating up the spirit squad i thought that was kind of ridiculous even at the young age right. um not to say old people can't kick ass i believe that but it's it's rick flair he, he have a uh if your titty could flop I, I i don't i i think i could take you um so don't have flopping titties in front of me okay. um wow that really came out um <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah uh um uh, but uh what was your favorite thing on NXT though? Because you, you usually have a really like fun time with NXT. So and oh real quick, uh if I can ask questions here, uh as you can tell I'm getting very comfortable here in the Hammerlock Hangover. Um, what did you think about Jade uh showing up? Because I thought she was gonna actually do something. Well, I thought she was gonna do something on when was Fast sad Saturday? Saturday? I thought she was gonna do something, didn't do anything. But what did you think about uh Jade?
0: She's—I mean, what I've always said. First of all, I—I I knew she wasn't going to do anything. She wasn't going to do anything. Okay. they bring her out like a star, but they—they're going to train her in the PC. No, she's not going to start at NXT. You're going—you're going to see her periodically, probably a lot, but the—the the first time she's in action, maybe they'll do some spot where she's sitting at ringside and you know, you know, someone falls into her and spills her popcorn and she punches them in the head or whatever. But probably her first actual action <laughs> will be in the Royal Rumble. Oh, um, that would so great. But I, but I think that they've been you know handling her perfectly. She feels yeah. like a car. Oh my god! Like yeah. And yes, if you want to pick, why is she driving around in cars in her wrestling gear? You know, looking looking like she's about to go to a comic con. Yes, of course, it's show business. That's you know. Yeah, right yeah. There. And really, why are you complaining? I mean, she she looks amazing. You
1: know, not for nothing, Jeff. I feel like back in the day, though. You know, now you're a humble man, but back in the day, you talked about her wearing these uh, outfits. Or barely wearing an outfit because half the time it looked like she's wearing nothing but I'm, I'm pretty sure back in your day you used to have the vest with the open shirt open uh vest shirtless just driving in a fancy car i'm pretty sure that was you back in the day shirtless, yes, well, shirtless, well, shirtless.
0: I, was, I was actually in that same honda lowrider that john cena was riding that, that <laughs> i believe character. it the the funniest thing my favorite part of the night and this is legit because this is mm-hmm. me is when sure. cena came in that and vic joseph goes Cena arriving in, in style, and Booker T just bursts out in laughter. I mean, this, is, this is an in-show sponsor, and nobody told him not to burst out in laughter because that's not writing in style. That's cheesy. That looks—you
1: expect to see
0: some 19-year-old kid who's a street racer to you go know, dr- driving in that. Oh, talking. Booker T
1: sound like such a hater.
0: It was great, it was fabulous. Booker T's like, I thought he was gonna come in a Rolls or a Bentley or something like that. And he he, he barely contains, so say that's a fucking Honda man. <laughs> and he,
1: anyway, that's great, was, that uh, is great. Don't to yell
0: his hair, stop, stop, stop. And he's still laughing because he's Booker T, he can do it if he doesn't. Yeah, he's that. probably
1: not even gonna say, he's like, What are they gonna do, right? <laughs> right. So that was my my favorite.
0: I mean I thought the match with between Asuka and Roxanne was good. I <laughs> I knew the Keanu yeah. James was going to get involved in some way and I didn't see the the uh, Shopsy thing going coming but I'm glad that she's going to host Halloween Havoc again. That's something she seems to love to do and makes um, sense. I guess her feud with Bailey is either over and they're trying or they're trying to figure out what to do with it but that's good cuz you know Shotzi's someone I you know I
1: recognize her limitations and all, but I, I like her. You know, I like her as a talent and,
0: and I'm glad to see her.
1: But, oh, uh, my co-host, yeah. Big fan, she's a big fan of uh Shotzi. Shotzi, she got she got uh, it's something about her that's that, that's just very likable, and you just uh root for her. Matter of fact, with her hosting Halloween Havoc, um, she's supposed to be joined by uh Scarlet.
0: That yeah, that's right, which is weird because Shotzi's a face and Scarlet is mm-hmm. a heel. Uh right. but they are real life close friends and they're both spooky and I'm really looking forward to the the costumes that they're going to wear and the many different costume changes and I think that's awesome and I'm sure that my my favorite the witches will come out Isla dawn and Alba Fire but sort of Oh that makes it.
1: sense yeah and
0: they'll come back uh, and make an appearance. Anyway, I want to go a little bit back in time though sure, to sure. AW related because earlier in the week uh FTR filed for the trademark of CM FTR so CM Punk FTR. Um, And then they lost the tag team titles to Ricky Starks and uh, Big Bill, and the timing was just LOL. I mean, what do you think was going on? Now we learned the Cash Wheeler is injured, and that's you know that that's as much the reason as anything else. But still, and I'm glad they gave something to Ricky Starks because they no no matter what Brian thinks he's been doing, constantly losing in these matches in every single one of them doesn't elevate a guy. You Do one match where Austin leaves, loses to Brett Harper, doesn't lose the next three matches, you know, in in the next feud. Also, I mean, you know, Austin started winning from that point on. Um, anyway, so that was sort of funny. And then there was a, a, a tweet where Dax, who's always the complainer, goes oh. tweet something like, it, it was a great run, top guys out, and it was like. You guys quit? You just resigned the contract? And he's like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, we're not going anywhere." But you know, th- this is this is just this just happens when you're when you're babies, you know. Or is he trying to set it up there to work that they're qu- you know doing one of those you know work uh quitting work promo like work yeah. promo, but work they, AW doesn't need the kind of press where where it's like, did they ask for their releases? Did they get their releases? No, they, they, don't do they, they don't need that right now. No. So, so that was part of the lead-up, and then during the the, the Tuesday night show, uh, there's a sequence where the the Bang Bang Gang, the Bullet Club Gold, uh, they they have a match, and during the and uh, you know they're talking, and you know, uh, uh, J. White stole MJF's title, the Triple D.
1: <laughs> I love of- Tony on this though. I'm sorry if I can just take real quick, Tony, and you know he does not like MJF, but hearing him that. Dog, oh, he's a criminal. He stole his belt. I was like, if I knew nothing about J. White, I said this guy sounds like the worst person in the world. Uh, please get, uh, take the floor. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that because Tony is great. It's okay.
0: AEW uh, you know, has been in <laughs> existence for four years, and stolen the stolen the stolen title belt gimmick has been done right. four times already. I mean, so
1: it, it, it's four illegal. already. Oh, yeah. like four Cause I know the first time Jericho lost it or something like that, right? So yeah, that, I, don't, I
0: don't. call that a gimmick. That, that he actually got it actually got stolen. No, oh, know. okay, okay. I mean, they. Someone ran, didn't. Nyla, Nyla Rose ran away with Jade Cargill's TBS. Oh so,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, like yeah. like
0: for weeks, uh, you yeah, know. Um, there was I. I'm pretty sure that some it was either Hobbs or Starks who ran off with the FTW title. And there was there there was at least one other where there was a stolen. So pretty
1: much all these belts have just been kidnapped one way or another. Right. Okay. Or the person who's the champion is very irresponsible.
0: Okay. Right. And you know, so they're still doing the Roderick Strong with the Kingdom thing with Adam Cole being injured, but all of that is sort of circling around MJF too. I guess it's on some sort of hold. They seem to have forgotten or dropped the masked man. And his gang that beat up Jay White, or have they? Yeah. I don't
1: know, but it's been well. No, Jay mentioned that after the match he had, and he said something over the lines about uh, you guys in the devil Mass. So he did it, they did acknowledge it uh, after the match.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I, I missed that, but uh, I, you know, I, I still they should be showing you some scenes. They should, they should be hiding devil like, masks in, yeah. in, in the backdrop mm-hmm. of like multiple segments so that you're sort of lining up your suspects kind of thing. You know, there, there should be one in Roderick Strong's new house. There's, there should be one, you know, behind the interview. <laughs> they can for, find
1: his house, yeah, I feel yeah. like Roderick Strong lives at the end of the earth. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, they could just put it on
0: next Strong, the giraffe.
1: Which probably oh my god! Other, yeah, yeah. That the
0: only thing great. that's getting over in this is to me, Matt Taven, who's actually been entertaining. A lot
1: of people saying that. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I got to pay well,
0: attention more to him then. And listen, I call him a Melvin all the time, but you know. Yeah. The, the, but he—he's, I mean, Mike Bennett's Mike Bennett, but he's—he's he's excelled. And the—and you know, stuffed animals have worked in wrestling as a thing. So there's a history. Come on, Lily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Peppy, the the hobby horse. You had uh, you had uh, you had Moppy, yeah, head. You have uh, you have uh, the guy in Japan with Daryl the cat. I mean,
1: so animals get over in wrestling. I know what I must do. I'm going to get that pet hedgehog.
0: Right. Okay, so the big controversy was that uh, Bruce Robinson, who apparently uses quarters to finish, you know, to cheat in matches from time to time, mm-hmm. has done it for years in New Japan, but no one fucking watches New Japan. Uh, and and he's done it, I guess, a few times in AEW. But his yeah. former work hasn't been so great that, you know, and the commentary hasn't really pointed out to make it was a big thing. So they have a roll of quarters that says Friedman on it, which, you know... Harkens back to not just Juice's gimmick, but MJF many times using the promo of when he was a kid, he was bullied, and people threw quarters at him, this football team, and said, pick it up, Jew boy. pick it up, Jew boy." Mm-hmm. you know, on Jewitrope. And I'm telling, at the time, you can see my shows on PwC, you can go back to Hamillark Hangover, wherever I was, I said that that, that was a problem. I wasn't saying I was necessarily offended by it because I, I you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I believe wrestling should and can be edgy. It's like wrestling is the only place where it's not allowed to be edgy. Like you can turn on any TV cop show in any movie and you're going to see drug dealers and neo-Nazis and, and Aryan gangsters and jihadists and this, that, and the other thing, you know, you, you know, in Narcos, obviously you have Colombian and Mexican Narcos. I mean, you know, it, it's not like they, you know, sometimes they try to turn them into Armenians until someone reminds you of the Armenian genocide, then it has to be turned into Bulgarians. I mean, but you also have to understand the environment we're in and sure. the AW audience, which is, you know, I remember, like, the, and this was MJF too, he like did the, the shtick where he was in a car accident and tried to pin it on his girlfriend at the time who may or may have died in it uh, the same week that, that uh, Jay Briscoe died in a car accident. There was some sort of you know drowning reference or flooding reference, like a week after Shad Gaspar yeah, yeah.
1: I uh, remember that yeah you
0: know and and I'm not even saying that it's rational for wrestling fans to be that way, but they are and and those are and and that's more the aew audience than it is the w w e or the n w a audience you know it's it's you know the stretching looking looking for things to be outraged about so you know but this week obviously you know hamas launched what's being called israel's 9-11 i don't really want to get too much into that but Mm. if the the same proportion amount of people died in the u.s it would have been forty five thousand here so you know i know the people talk about the southern border we have an invasion going on well until you know you know mexico starts launching rockets and Killing 40,000 people in you know Laredo, Texas—it's not a really an invasion. That—that's that, an invasion, anyway. Israel's at war, you know, and and so you're you're going into what are Jewish stereotypical tropes. Granted, and I see it because I'm a fair man. MJF opened the door first. He asked for it. I mean, a few weeks later, there were people chanting Jesus, and I said, "You see that?" And people said, "No, no. There's a a guy in the crowd who always dresses like Jesus. Whatever." And then a, f- a few months ago, there was a sign that said, "Hey MJF, I dropped the quarter." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, everyone, and everyone's like, "That guy's an asshole." Yeah, he probably is, but you know, he probably represents six hundred other people who were thinking, you know, who were were thinking about doing the same thing to get themselves airtime. Just saying, MJF opened the door on it, and okay, fair enough. This is Juice's gimmick. Got it. Um, didn't didn't really notice it before because they haven't done a good job of. of emphasizing that on aw television the camera work's been shoddy they don't do you know they don't show you you know the quarters line out in, in the ring before still knowing your audience reading the room knowing the time probably not the right time to do it
1: your thoughts wow um i don't even know how to follow up on everything that you said um i i um I was, on, I was on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, and I saw the outla- um, Outlash. How everyone was really upset about this. I didn't know what was going on. Watched it uh, as I was able to watch it today. Uh, I was like, oh, this is the scene that everyone was talking about. Um, I don't really have a whole lot. I mean, the only thing I can really say about this is MJF was okay with this segment. I feel like if MJF was not, he would have said, no, nah, we we're not going to do that um if he wasn't with it then and they did it like that just did it without his consent or anything like that would say oh that's a gross move but it's wrestling i don't take it too seriously i just said oh this is a this is something to get underneath his sleep. um underneath mjf he's mentioned how you mentioned before multiple times in stories how he was bullied and and just because of um his background and, and you said something, but the announcers, they did kind of try to... I don't know if you heard them, but they were like, oh, that's just going too far. That's deep. Um... Yeah, no, I heard them with that. Oh, name. yeah, oh, you did. Oh, okay. But yeah. yeah. And, which was
0: strange because they were drawing the same comparison that the uh-huh. Twitterverse was trying to tell us not to make. I mean... So they were they were saying it, it you know, it, it's 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 about his history of being bullied because right. of a in the quarters. Whereas Twitter's trying to tell us, or X is trying to tell us, no, that's what Juice always does. So commentary fed into the storyline, which I guess common
1: sense took right. me Okay, I see what you mean now. More, I see what you are saying now because I I wasn't totally uh, comprehending it, but right, you're saying pretty much. One place to saying that's what Juice does, and he's been doing it for years. Right, and now the commentators are like, "Oh, that's just going too far," not realizing that. You know what? It kind of remind me of. It remind me of. Um, this might not be a fantastic uh, a great uh, comparison but i'm uh, trying to make this work but like a lot of times there was a wrestling impact he had one leg and and he went he was fulfilling his dream cool right. uh but when they would attack his leg oh that's just too far this guy signed up for wrestling what do you, you think was gonna happen
0: right of course yeah. yeah. i did not thinking that they're gonna go after the guy. leg he
1: had, and he had a, um i'm sorry just to oh, pink. Thank you. Okay. You know yeah, what they, I'm talking they,
0: about. They pull it out and then he couldn't he couldn't get up and whatever. Yeah. I I, I remember and it was not bad taste, but yeah, that was he signed up for it. He knew that it was gonna happen. He probably you know, that's the most money he's gonna get paid. Doing mm-hmm. that, whether it was good taste or not, I I don't. I mean, listen, Starch and Slaughter turning on the U.S. wasn't good taste. You know, the, the Russians <laughs> in the <United laughs> were in good taste. Rest, the Mama Lukes were in good taste. Tony D is. It,
1: I, uh, I, uh, I, if, I can, if I can add one, what was his name? Uh He used to be called One Man Gang, and he was called Akim the Dream. Akim the African Dream. I
0: guess. I mean, you
1: know, Tony, you know, there's lots of stuff that's not in good taste.
0: Right. Rude, you know, go spray painting people's wives on his cross. Not in good taste. I mean, it's. I you know, had the right idea. <laughs> I want to be very careful with my words because I am sure all, I get I you all four heels being edgy, and right? I'm okay, you know, I'm okay with that. Here's the first, maybe this is a, a me problem, but I still don't buy MJF as a face, I'm still waiting for him to turn back. To I'm yeah, waiting for so, the boom, I'm waiting for the boom, so I'm still not buying him as a face, so I still, I'm still confused by the whole thing. Secondly. Why is Juice Robinson the one taking the lead on this? Jay White's the one who's looking for the title, so why isn't Jay White the one with the with it's finishing the scene? I mean, we we all know that to, you know to, that if you want to get to a heel champion, you have to go through his cronies first. His group, yeah. Mm-hmm. But a face, they accept challenges, so he shouldn't have to go through Juice Robinson and the Gun Boys first. So he's already accepted. Jay's challenge, anything to get his triple B back. So, so, so it, you know, even in your, your face heel dynamic, you know, none of it makes sense. And AW does this all the time where the wrong person is asking for the wrong thing at the wrong time. So anyway, so I am all for heels being heels and, sure. and, and I'm not sure that MJF, if he says it's okay with it, that makes it okay necessarily. I remember a few years back when Seamus and Jeff Hardy, they did the car accident thing and Seamus framed Jeff Hardy for drinking. I was like, no, that's too much. And Jeff Hardy's like, you know, Jeff Hardy signed off on it. He has to sign off yeah. on everything. You yeah. know, no, they should have known. And when Jordan Miles signed off on, on the Jordan Miles shirt that, that that looked like blackface when it was a black mm-hmm. t-shirt as opposed to a gray t-shirt. Um you know, and, and everyone's like, it doesn't matter. You should say it. So, so you know, this, you know, we are I, in an era where you have to be hypersensitive about those things. I'm yeah. not, but I'm an old codger. You know, I, you know, when when I watched The Wire, I didn't expect the drug dealers in Baltimore City to to be, you know, Korean. You know, I mean, I oh. didn't I didn't I didn't expect them to look like me. I, you know, but the the dock workers, they were more mixed. But yeah, they were mostly. Poles and Lithuanians, because that's what we have in Baltimore. It's called, you know, it's it's, it's Lithuanian mm-hmm. Hall. It's, it's it's Polish Town. It's Pulaski Highway. There's Greek Town. There, the the bad guy was called the Greek. One of the funniest lines at the end was, "Where where do do they know who I am? They only know you as the Greek. You are not even Greek. I am not even Greek. So, so anyway, he's talking to Stavros. Anyway, um. So I'm, I'm I'm all for that but you mm-hmm. you can't be the social justice promoter right. you can't criticize you can't take pot shots at everything WWE does which they do constantly and Tony Khan's still doing it and then do this and and not expect the backlash and then MJF went on a fairly passionate which I think he's convinced himself that he believes but a guy that can cut promos about anyone about anything can probably convince himself but basically he's like I I you know I'm bringing uh, consciousness or awareness to uh, bigotry against Jews, and I'm going to stand up to him, and I'm, and you're going to see when I when I beat up Juice Robinson and I punch him in the nose. Or yeah, he, he said it better than I did, and and I get all his points, and it just it just doesn't work today with that crowd, and yeah, they could have waited a week, but but the whole point is to me is like. Why you got Juice Robinson doing that anyway? I mean, it, it, you know, MJF is like, you know, if he said the if his promo was, I may have changed, but I haven't changed that much. And Jay mm-hmm. White, you know, I've been suckered into a few title matches before, and I'm not going to do it again. You can hold that belt, but you're not the champion, right? Uh, you know, so if you want to get to me, you're going to need to get you're going to need to get some big wins on un, under your. Uh, you know, You're MJF,
1: MJF pretty much beat a champion instead of letting Jay sit here and make all the uh, uh, but what everyone is saying is pretty much uh, bu- I'm gonna say bully, I'm gonna watch my words here, but bully him into doing all these different things. But I also think too that you know, you was mentioning the stuff with Juice, they have uh, how many weeks do we got into what's the next baby full gear? What do we got like three, like four weeks, oh, yeah. like a month, and I think that's just it's they really have time is. to. No, you know It's
0: in November, uh, right? No, no they, uh,
1: do, they have, mm-hmm.
0: do. They have, time. Sure. I. I, I mean, if they, if they, if, is that enough time yet? No, the, I wasn't saying no to that. I'm just, oh. I, I'm, I'm just not sure how many mm-hmm. weeks. It's. I. I don't know when full gear is. I. I went to full gear in 2019, and I believe it was November 5th or 9th. So, if right. assuming it's on in the early part of the month, it's you know within four weeks.
1: I could do a quick Google, uh, but carry on with the uh the stuff I could
0: do. Yeah, I mean, we're we're in the year of monthly PLEs for WWE. There's no, there's and and practically for AEW, even if it's not a real pay per view, they do pay per view like events, or at least they say they are on um, free TV, or they'll have a three hour show with Battle of the Belts or whatever. What it looks like you've got the date there.
1: Yeah, it was uh, November eighteenth.
0: Okay. So yeah, they, they they have just over them. So it's five. Oh, that's it's a special 20. day. That's a yeah. special
1: day too in November eighteenth. That's right. Yeah, that's, okay. oh, oh. I, may have, I may have to cancel the party now. I, 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 <laughs> uh, that, that wouldn't be very elite of you, Jeff. Well,
0: maybe maybe we'll uh, when well, maybe we'll buy it and put it on the TV there. Who knows? Uh, anyway, that's so lame. <laughs> 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 But she does know who she's marrying, so anyway, we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah, anyway. no, lame. That you never you. Jeff and lame never works with you, man. That that's that's just not how this works here.
0: You know what? I should. I think I need to take my own advice, read the room, and know that it's not appropriate. Then, so no, we're we're not. We're, I will not be watching Full Gear on, on the on the day of my wedding party. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I don't really want to bury the. You know, talk too much about. it. I don't think I could say anything smarter or stupider than I already have on it. So I want to go to the next day. So, you know, okay. TMZ is picking up that story. So that's like, you know, AW desperately yeah. wants national publicity. So that's the story that they get. So that's a bad story. And then Tony Khan is busy doing sad tweets all day long. Oh now, my God. The one good thing I can say about Steve, the one good thing, the only good thing is that he- Besides come, his hair? Uh, besides his hair. Is okay. that He will come prepared with things that he wants to reference and he will read the quotes. I, however, do not. So all I know is that Tony Khan today made some sort of sad tweet that even with the Undertaker and John Cena, the WWE couldn't break over a million, uh, and, he, and you know, and basically mocking them and and thanking everyone for you know wa- watching uh, the best AEW Dynamite. Uh, he still thinks it's the best show he's ever put on, and then he announced matches for some other card okay you want to read it go
1: ahead yeah sure um this week two active decade-long rating streaks from two great legends were ended with all due respect until this week head-to-head aw on tbs wwe on usa neither john c neither john cena nor undertaker had ever been on a wwe show with under 1 million total views under 400k and the demo
0: yeah, I, I imagine neither was uh, Adam Copeland. Uh, I imagine neither was Matt Hardy. I imagine
1: neither was Christian Cage. I, mm-hmm. I, I imagine neither was. Uh, well, you know what he does this for? He does this stuff. Like, I've never had anything against Tony. I, I, I've, one of the things I was listening to one of the old uh, Hammerlock hangover, hangover episodes, and you would be like, um, I appreciate that he's a passionate wrestling fan. And I can appreciate that too. I can appreciate someone who loved this thing called wrestling. I've loved wrestling for twenty-something years. I'm gonna love it for the rest of my life. Um, but um, he writes these weird things, and and it, it's 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 so cringe. It's very cringe. There was a bunch of other tweets that uh, I don't have on me, but um, that one I just happen to have. Uh, but it, it's just it just shows you that he's becoming uns not unscaled and make him sound like a freaking Unreal. turtle. Thank you. It was it was a word. Thank you. It's and a and it, he's having a public meltdown. It's but it's embarrassing. He's the he's the uh uh frontman, their boss. You're not supposed to do oh, man. And by I... the end of the day
0: we're, wow. getting, we're getting stories from the the, you know, the House of Wrestling, Nick Houseman, mm-hmm. who's you know uh, friendly-ish with CM Punk in his camp, saying mm-hmm. this C- CM Punk says this is why he's happy not to be around that company anymore. By the way, the rumors are CM Punk's totally signed with WWE. CM Punk absolutely did not sign with WWE. WWE no. has no interest in this. We're going to have plenty of weeks to talk about this in the future. I'm saying I think he's signed and he will be at Survivor Series in Chicago. I think it's a no-brainer. I think this is a kill shot. Uh, no matter what kind of headache he was uh, for AW, I think he, you know, he he's, he today proved. That not only did he work with children, but he worked for a child, which I think he wanted to say, and I've said all along, and lots of people have. Uh, but I think you know, more and more people are starting to see the obvious on a breaking out of pure tribalism, and they're either becoming just you know plain old normal fans of AEW, or they're being turned off by it. But their their tribe, I think, is is fissuring, is fact, fracturing. Sort of like it's sort of like Trumpism, and sorry to the you know ever shrinking population i just defended but every time he does something one or two percent of his of his fandom goes away and i I think this is the same thing is happening here anyway i i want to there's so much more and we've gone a while i want to move on to a few other things so this is very much a side note but i want to cover real quick NWA made a couple of interesting announcements. This, oh by the way, there was another thing on A on AEW that stories they were surfacing that people within AEW would like for Tony Khan to have his phone taken away from him. Well and done, he should, right. Yeah, right? Do it, but you wouldn't have seen stories like that forty eight hours ago. <laughs> I mean, you would have seen tweets like that from me, or yeah. you know, John Draper, uh, you know, or, or, you know right or, Russell, or you know, or Castle, or you know, or any number of rational you know wrestling fans that have a little bit of maturity to them uh, you know but you wouldn't have heard that from the wrestling press citing you know sources whatever that means air quotes mm-hmm. all right so nwa so earlier in the week they sort of announced like almost like a territory system they, they announced like an alliance with a local promotion i don't remember what the local promotion was it doesn't matter but basically said this was the first of many you know, they did this before. They they used to have NWA state titles in many many states. You know, mm-hmm. back when they were, you know, when they Memphis TNA and the, or NWA, and then they were or Smoky Mountain NWA, and then they were TNA NWA, and I just when, that, yeah. you know, all the different iterations that NWA's tried to limp limp along, and and you know they never really gave it up until the last three years, and even then. Like I talked to the U S tag team or the former U S tag team champions or one half of them a few weeks ago. And he's like, yeah, when they were in Australia, we defended those belts in 11 States. Okay. So, you know, this anyway, so they're announcing, but more of a formalization. Um, and then today, Billy Corgan went on the air and said that they're, that they have TV deals and it's with a top 20 network. I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know what the top 20 networks are, but, you could probably figure that it's probably like a vice or, or you know, something like, you know, some mm-hmm. network like that that people have heard of. But, you know, is was definitely like, you know, second tier, third tier, but still good for them. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, their product actually has improved. The show continuity is still challenging because they do those bulk tapings uh, and they, you know, they sort of have a shoestring staff, but good let them get some money let them get some exposure let let them be i mean it's it's good yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it's not a great show but it's it's generally 45 minutes it's a little bit fun and silly but it's like it's, it's of, still on youtube yeah and they're but they're going to go off they're still going to do things on youtube but they're but I don't think their primary shows are going to be on YouTube. They might have clips. They might, you know, delay have you know release some of the matches like four or five days later. And you know, maybe their their secondary show NWA USA might be on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is, but uh, apparently, sound like a win. Sound like a win for them. Yeah, it's definitely a win, and and that's great because you know, listen, I think people have been wondering out loud how long can Billy keep putting money into this. You know, how long can he do? You know, have. Smashing Pumpkins tours and and bring the NWA with them and and you know hope that you know that can defray the costs. I mean, I've been joking that if you if you pay close attention and you watch enough commercials, enough TV, and enough movies, you mm-hmm. know, in the last five years, you will find Smashing Pumpkin songs everywhere because he's licensing those goddamn things everywhere because he's you know because he's bleeding money on the, this NWA. So good good for them. I I hope that this works out well for them because they're. A, it's a decent. It's a decent promotion. They tell simple wrestling stories, uh, and with an infusion of talent and the budget and, and a studio, you know, maybe they can be. You know, maybe they can challenge Impact. Maybe they can challenge some of the secondary AWs. Anyway, right. that's news there. In some other news, NXT, we talked about them a lot, but apparently, NXT globalization is back on track with the support of Endeavor. So we we might be seeing, you know, NXT Japan, NXT Mexico, NXT Europe. Um, well, isn't that
1: the next one that they were going to do? NXT uh, Europe?
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly the order. You know, there was some talk but, that WWE was going to have some sort of strategic working alliance with NOAA. You know, people have always speculated oh, that WWE wow. might want to buy a smaller promotion in Japan to not start from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you know, I'll, you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, but, you know... Sure. I. I know sure. people are NXT UK killed the the British Indies. Well, one, I'm pretty sure the British Indies still exist. Secondly, you know, it it there's a lot of British and European wrestlers who are now in AEW in WWE mm-hmm. making big money. Um, and
1: because yeah. of the exposure of NXT
0: UK, right? And mm-hmm. and I think if it's NXT UK. Europe, that's only going to be better for them. And like, I never heard the wrestlers complaining. The only people complain would be the fans who could no longer pay ten dollars to see them or ten quid or whatever the frick it was, or the mm-hmm. wrestlers who didn't make the cut. I mean, I imagine that they would complain. But if it's next to Europe and they're they're going to need jobbers, I mean, you know, who, you know, enhancement talent. But anyway, true. Sure. Whether you like it or not, it seems like that's back on there. Speaking of enhancement talent, Dana Brooke has officially gone to OnlyFans or Fan Time, one of those. So. Oh. Those of you who have been waiting for that, terrific. Um, some other WWE news. One, Randy Orton seems to be on the road to returning. And oh. creator is apparently working up plans for his return. So are you excited to see the Viper, the legend killer?
1: I would love to see Randy back. Uh, he's been out all year. And that's that just feels so weird to me to say and say it out loud. I would love to see Randy to come back. Me too. Um, killer face. Ooh. Oh, God. I feel like when he comes back, he's going to get that baby face reaction. So, it, you know, it's hard to say because he can do both. But he's such a really good heel. Um, I want to say a face right now because I feel like the hill side, he would probably come back on, I would, I'm assuming, on Raw. And there's a lot of hills. I think you put him on the baby face side.
0: I think that he's going to come up mm-hmm. posing as a face, but he's going to turn into a heel. I think there's still too much time for WrestleMania and him betraying Cody Rhodes. Giving him a, a archaic okay. out of nowhere after being welcomed back is is like would be the perfect way. He'll get his cheers, but he'll get his booze, and everyone will yeah. remember that he he's the
1: viper. He, he, I love that idea though. Like I love the idea so much because now I'm just going fast forward. I don't know when he's going to come back, but let's say night after WrestleMania, I see him being the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, right, Cody. Cody, he he comes out. I guess he has his first title defense, whatever it might be. But Randy on his surprise return because the night after WrestleMania hasn't been the same in years. So that would be, you know, you get that pop. Oh, Randy's back! Everyone's excited. He, you know, he hugs um Cody like how you said everything. He's hugging Cody, raises his hand, give him the seal of approval. Then he drops him. And then he drops him, and he could be his first. And I that might not even really be so much of a good idea because it's like, oh, that's his first opponent. So Randy lose. But Randy's so established, I don't, yeah. I don't see. That. You know, like, it doesn't hurt him. He's supposed to lose at this point. You know, he's supposed to win just enough to be
0: scary. And then the other thing that... Really <laughs> I love that. Okay, to be so here, here's where I always go too far. But sure. by that time, you would think that Damian Priest will be either out or just about out of Judgment Day. Sure. And if that plays out correctly, you're looking at Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough. Uh, you know, when Rhea. So despite what you think of any of those wrestlers, that's a that's that's a small crew. So Randy Orton stepping in and replacing them, you know, he's he's got sort of a similar look, the tattoo sleeves, he's he's a big guy, he's mean, you know. He could step into that judgment day role and, and give them that instant credibility again, but he doesn't wow. want to win anything. But he can't but you you can have him win anything and nobody would nobody would think twice about it if 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 a bunch of people got hurt and you made Randy Orton your world champion, or he was the one to beat Gunther, you know so, somebody's always going to complain, but it would be accepted because it's Randy Frickin' Orton. Mm-hmm. Randy so so that's 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 further uh, fantasy booking. All right. So in other news, uh, Endeavor through Ari Emanuel announced that RAW is open to moving to another night, which you know is. <laughs> Potentially Uh, big news, but also says that NBC Universal might still be in the picture. Um, You know, five months out of the year, they're fighting Monday Night Football. Maybe maybe it wouldn't be the the worst idea for them to switch nights. I mean, I know everyone would dreamcast it onto Wednesday. Personally, I wouldn't. Like, I would think that that's petty and unnecessary. Um,
1: Sure, I I can see that.
0: But Thursday night makes sense, and it's easy logistically. For that, I know impact the New Japan fans here. You're, you're whining and crying. right? I don't care, but but logistically, you have SmackDown Thursday, That's you crazy. have Raw or, or you have Raw Thursday, you have SmackDown Friday. Friday. Yeah, you know, half the time you have a Saturday PLE or you have your half shows. But your your crew is together. You know, you 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 have all your necessary people. Logistically, it's just easier. You, you can coordinate things easier. It's not It's not the days where you had, you know, your East Coast tour and your West Coast tour or nice. your Southern tour and your Northern tour. So logistically, it'd be easier. All right. So there were some other stories this week uh, on the corporate side. Um, Ooh. One thing on on AW, I just want to do the the show reminder that Jungle Boy is still suspended. So I just want to make sure everyone... Oh, he, oh, he that. is? That's what
1: they... That they um... I thought it has been uh uplifted, so he's still suspended.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Does well does anyone care? I mean, is anyone anyone miss him?
1: Go to the next story, Jeff.
0: Okay. All right. So Endeavor seemed to indicate that and it was it was you know, put all over the place that Endeavor gave Triple H they knighted him, that he that he's in charge of creative, which, you know, and the you know, Vince Vince is out of creative. Um which Good. Frankly, I thought that Vince was mostly out of creative for a while. I haven't believed all the Vince's changing everything stories. I mean, you know, obviously Vince's influence, and there's probably things that he's more influenced than, than others, like Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. But um, anyway, so now that seems to be out there in the public. And so everyone's looking at like Vince is losing power. I have always thought that executive chairman position was honorary, it didn't mean anything. Oh, well put them on that flow chart above everyone else just for ego purposes and just for appearances to make them feel better. But, you know, it's, it's not a real title. I mean, it can be, but it, it, it can also be. A completely, yeah. Most, most corporations don't have an executive chairman. You have a chairman of the board and you have a chief executive officer, you know, maybe you have some presidents of divisions, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So today I think Ari Emanuel was talking about the TKO stock, uh, having going down and referencing that it had something to do with Vince McMahon. So of course everyone ran with it. Oh, Vince McMahon is so terrible that they're burying him, that they're saying that, 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 that he's at fault for the stock going down. No. Okay. So
1: let's, mm-hmm. let's do
0: some basic economics, supply and demand folks. So Vince McMahon still owns 16% of the new stock. He's been talking, he's been talking about getting out He's also motivated to get out, especially if he he doesn't have power, uh, whether he knew that was coming or whether it was a shock to him. Either way, he's motivated to sell. Um, He's probably not going to sell when it's gone down 20%. He'll probably wait until it recovers. He's smarter than that. But the market believes that he's motivated to sell. Whenever stocks get traded every day, there's people and institutions who are buying and selling stocks every single day. And then when you think that there's another 16% of your stock that it is at risk of being sold in bulk, that is the market believes it will be flooded. So when there's too much supply, prices go down. The reverse is inflation. That's what prices go up. Everyone's complaining about inflation. It's because there's a scarcity of goods. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what he's saying, is that is that the market is concerned that there will be a surplusage of stock over and above the normal selling volume and because of that the stock is reacting negatively um, you know if Vince doesn't sell for a while that will probably calm down after a while um, you know but of course you know none of them can talk publicly about it because that's insider trading of course this is uh, he's commenting on public speculation so that's what that's all about it's not throwing Vince under the bus. so it's not shots fired it's, it's it's nothing like that in other corporate news there are now rumors involving our friends Warner Brothers that they are looking to be sold. We all know that they're about $50 billion in debt and doing worse all the time. They are the net they are the conglomerate that owns the Turner networks, and that Tony mm-hmm. Khan has put all of his ducks into. Um, and it's said to be that the lead candidate to buy Warner Brothers Discovery is none other than NBC Universal. Which has Raw and NXT right now, and will be getting SmackDown again. Whether or not they keep Raw and NXT, don't know. But they have Peacock, and WWE is on Peacock for the next two years or so, and it is their anchor, um, brog- mm-hmm. their anchor prop uh, property on Peacock, um, and WWE does have verbiage in their contracts that if you air WWE, you can't air any other wrestling. Um, mm. So if any of this is true, and this is said to be within the next two years, again, a big if rumor, there's a lot of companies out there, but there's not that many who can buy a company like WB and there's fewer of their positions to take on, you know, whatever their debt picture is going to be. Um, it's not clear if it's just Warner Brothers or if it's the entirety of Warner Brothers Discovery. Um but uh, if it's universal, it could be that AW doesn't is kicked off. It's canceled. Um, it's wow. also unlikely the network that is looking to be sold is going to give big money, long term contract extensions to anyone. No, forget about everything I've said over the last four years. Forget about any pessimism or cynicism. That's just reality. It's just you know, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, people were talking about is ESPN, you know, you know, is Disney look likely to bid on WWE and Disney's shopping around ESPN. So, you know, they're, they're trying to shop, they're trying to sell. So, you know, everyone's like, yeah, they really can't take on any you know more projects because the buyer would have to want that too. So, you know, that, that makes it more difficult to sell your property. So why would you do it, you know, for wrestling? Um, and it's, it's the same thing here. So it just makes it less likely the WWE, the be renews them into a long-term contract or for you know the kind of money that people are hoping for that that 120 million dollar a year contract you know as opposed to 1.4 or the same you know because 1.4 would you know put them at what 60 million dollars a year That's a lot of money yeah assuming zero for collision which listen the money for collision is the only wrestling contract money-wise that we haven't heard from which the omission to me, I still stand by the information I, I had in the past, which is that Tony is buying that, paying for that television time. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever it is, if it was a lot of money we'd hear about because Tony would be crowing about it, uh, and it would have been leaked out. So anyway, so that that's all news, uh, most of which is objective. Um, so last week I said, I raised something like, if you just took all the people who were doing nothing on the AEW and Ring of Honor rosters, I bet you could have a pretty good roster. Um, and so I wrote down this. I'm not sure that everybody is under a contract. I I didn't try to distinguish between AEW and Ring of Honor. There might be some people who have just appeared a bunch of times on per-appearance contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure I also forgot people. So in the women's division, Taya Valkyrie, Billy Starks, Madison. So I, these are people that I believe have been signed by an AEW property within the last 12 months, last calendar year. Ty Valkyrie, Billy Starks, Madison Rain, Mariah May, who's been rumored to have been signed. We haven't seen her yet, so that's a question mark. I'm not going to say Mercedes, even though I just did. Sky Blue, who's been there already but was signed to a contract. Willow, who was there already, was signed to a contract. Harley Cameron, C.J. Perry. um, And I can't even read my own writing there. That's great. Um, Okay. Uh, Oh, Julie. Never mind. Uh, that's on the women's oh. side. Hopefully at some point I will be able to read what that name says. Uh, yeah, still have no fucking idea what I wrote. Uh, it's, fantastic. It, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so that's wonderful. Karen Jarrett, you know, I guess could be counted. Uh, Under Men, A.R. Fox, Nick Wayne, Adam Copeland, The Righteous, Ozzy Open, Shane Taylor, Action Andretti, Roderick Strong, The Kingdom, um, Commander, Gravity, Lince Dorado, Ejel de Vikingo, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Jack Jameson, who's that guy with the Savages, um, Johnny TV, Prince Nana. Uh, I don't know when Jeff Jarrett was signed, so I didn't put him in there. Um, there's. Uh, there's Samurai Del Rey, who's we we remember him as Callisto. Uh, there's Mystico, Metalik, EJ Induka, who was rumored to have signed. We've never seen him uh, on TV. Uh, Rocky Romero, who may just be there a whole lot. Will Ospreay, who might just be there a whole lot. But I'm, nah, people, I'm sure there's also people that I've forgotten that that you know that they're signed to the promotion. I mean, Takeshita probably was signed within the last calendar year. Um, so I'm sure there's others, but that would be a pretty good promotion by itself, or at least a big enough one. Yeah. All right. So anyone out there, listen, Steve controls the social media. So some of you might've sent in other names that weren't on the list, list, list. And if you did, I apologize, but I don't, I don't have access to it or I chose not to get access to it. So maybe, yeah, but if there are people that if you want to correct or supplement this, Send it in Twitter at Hammerlock HO, or you can send it to me at Ickersfell ND, or uh, uh, I think it's yeah. at gmail.com, right?
1: That is absolutely right.
0: All right. All right. Fastlane feels like forever ago, but it was only like five days Holy ago.
1: God. Yeah. Yeah. And a digestible show, by the way, too. I do want to sit here and say that because AEW have a – I'm not here to bash AEW. But, I mean, these 14 – uh, 14 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> 14, 14 uh, match-it card, it, it's a killer. But uh, I thought it was a pretty uh, – might not be its strongest show, uh, WWE show. But, uh, you know, I, I had a good time. I had a good time watching it. I thought it was okay.
0: Um, yeah, I gave fair. it um, It was under three hours, which is great. Um, I thought Hello. that the Indianapolis crowd was mostly terrible and mostly on their ass. And I think that that impacted the card a lot. I think that it impacted the enjoyment of the show. Sure. Um, took a lot to get them involved. And then poor Pat McAfee trying to convince us that Indianapolis deserves a WrestleMania. No, it, no, no, it does not. Um, but in what I thought was a surprise, Jay and Cody winning the undisputed. Oh, very Johnson much. Yeah. yeah. Very um, much. Um, uh, I liked how they booked it. That that was interesting with the J.D. McDonough sort of accidental clobbering of uh, Priest. Um, so it's interesting. Kevin and Sammy don't seem to be thrilled with it. Kevin's less thrilled than Sammy, but who knows? You know, it there's interesting stuff going on. Um, you know, so. Listen, I'm happy to get that one wrong. You know, in hindsight, it's one of those teams the WWE loves to throw together. Back in the day, the NWA, WCW would love to put, you know, their two top faces and have them do something like this. It's also, you know, in hindsight, it makes perfect sense. I mean, and I might have said it in the predictions. I didn't predict they'd win, obviously. But if they did, I think I said, well, if they are, you know, or when Jay came to Raw, I mean, it was a perfect bridge to get Cody back into the, you know, bloodline story. Because Jay... The bridge now, with them being as undisputed tag team champions, well, that applies to SmackDown too. So that's that's even a more perfect bridge to to you know for that kind of interaction.
1: And, um, and we're recording this on a uh, on a Thursday. Tomorrow is SmackDown. So and SmackDown is the season premiere, and you have who's coming back? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Acknowledge nope. my fingers up. Fingers I see it. He got the finger up.
0: In. What I thought was a pretty shabby match was the LWO versus Lashley squad. Everyone knows I'm in love with Bobby Lashley,
1: and he should never in yeah. a match. Um, a I love Bobby. Match. I love Bobby once he beat up uh, Bill Goldberg's son. I really fell in love with him. There you go.
0: See, there's always there's, there's no bad reason to fall in love with Bobby Lashley. There you go. Um, I mean, I thought he has his new crew. They 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 should win. Yeah. Why you know why should they lose their first pay per view match together? Yeah, I, I get it. They had Carlito come out as a pop. I predicted Carlito would come out, but I figured he would turn on the LWO and join Lashley's crew because, you know, <laughs> he, he, he would fit in beautifully. And, and he I'm is a bodyguard. Yeah, and, and, and I was still hoping beyond hope that'll happen. And also, you know, listen, listen, not that
1: most groups of friends aren't one demographic,
0: but they don't all have to
1: be. <laughs> you, no, no, you can switch it up. Listen, Nation of Domination. Uh, everyone forgets, but Owen Hart was part of the nation domination. Uh, so, yeah.
0: But that was a joke. That was like, the, but that was sort of like Hakeem in, in better taste. Yeah. <laughs> in
1: better taste. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm with you on this. I, I, everything you said, I totally agree on Not even just to agree on, but like how you said, Bobby was new crew and Bobby saying, show me something. Now it's like, this is the opportunity to, to put some fire behind this faction and, I mean I, I don't think oh it's it's this faction is done, but I, I think this harmed him taking that L. I, I wasn't a fan of that. When I saw Kalito come in, uh I I well I didn't write this down, I just knew this came in my head. I said, damn it, Kalito. And damn that new physique, because he's in damn good shape. He's so much bigger than the I guess. Anyway, yes. so I got
0: Carlito back correctly, and I good guess the dirt, either dirt sheets were right six months ago or they've been wrong so long that they, they work themselves into being right. But Carlito now formally, I don't think they were right six months ago because I remember a couple of weeks afterwards, Carlito tweeted something. If Tony wants to hire me, he's going to need to add another zero. And if you're signed by WWE, you don't tweet that. You, ju- you just don't. So no. you know, anyway, uh, but this is cool. It's now official. He's been signed. It's not just an, an appearance thing. So the LW won. I took that loss. Uh the women's triple threat match, I correctly predicted that EO Sky would, would retain. Um, I thought this match was really rather sloppy for the level of talent of these three women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't think it was very good. There were a lot of really missed spots or barely hit spots. And I have to be honest, I think that they called Charlotte out of a break way early. And I don't think that, I don't. Think that she seems she seems to have been lazy ever
1: since she made her return.
0: Oh. Huh. And I, I think gonna... Charlotte is the best female wrestler of all time.
1: <laughs> I've heard that one before. Um, Charlotte's a really, really good, uh, she's really good at what she does. Um, my takeaway in this match, I was glad that EO retained my first concern was <laughs> so anytime I see Charlotte in a match, I'm like, should I bet against her? Because it's Charlotte Freaking Flair. But I was glad that also to EO, not only did she win, but she pinned Charlotte. I didn't think Oscar, Oscar going into uh, that Tuesday having a match with Roxanne. I was like, yeah, I don't think she should be losing just before she has this match. So I was really glad that they had EO um, pin Charlotte. My only takeaway, and I've said this on a few review shows, my only takeaway, and it's not a really big thing, but it's just a nitpick of mine. I didn't like the visual of Charlotte make an Oscar tap and then you have the announcers like but Oscar tapped you know I did I didn't like that so much it was almost like yeah Charlotte would have won but you know shenanigans you know I, I just kind of didn't like that personally but
0: um right person won. Yeah right person won and I like the fact that EO didn't want Bailey to be there. Bailey came there and in the end like they hugged it out like like it looked like EO was like you made the right call. I I, I like that you know because that feels more real than your typical wrestling thing where there's tension, and, the, and then the ladies can't get along and they break up, even though they're having success. This made this made more sense. So from a storyline perspective, I liked it. Uh, I think part of the problem with the Charlotte-Oscar thing is that Charlotte is not a good face, and she's positioned as a yeah. face, and people yeah, love Oscar no matter what. She's more like Samoa Joe. People cheer for Oscar no matter what. And then on sure. NXT, she's, you know, it was already announced that she's going to be there representing the face, not the heel. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she was facing the face. For, for, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm wrong about that. But anyway, but people love it her. She was represented in you know.
1: a heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, I, I don't know. I think the, the heel-face dynamic is really screwed up by Charlotte, but it's not really by her. It's just she's
1: not a good face. She's just a natural. Heel. I don't think people – yeah, she's not viable as a face. I think uh, – I forget when it was. might have been this year. might have been because everything kind of just runs together for me. Um, but it was one time she was on the mic, and she was talking – and she was supposed to be a face, but if you listen to her vernacular and her words, it was like, Sounds like a joke, <laughs> yeah,
0: right. And when she smiles, she looks, she doesn't look like it's a legitimate, she looks like she's like the Joker from Batman, she's about to shoot you, or she's like a hyena that's about to eat your babies, anyway. So, one thing I got wrong consistently, I thought that both Usos were gonna somehow impact each other and cost each other the matches. Uh, obviously, the result I got one wrong, one right, but there was no Uso. Interaction with each other. They didn't. They didn't even cross paths. They didn't. They didn't even show them seeing each other backstage. You know, looking at each other side eye. But Cena and Knight, of course, they won. You know, heels over as they should have been. Old fashioned match. Cena was in there taking all of the offense. La Knight got the hot tag. Perfectly good 1980s NWA match. I know people are like, ooh, it wasn't a work rate match. You know what?
1: It's racist. what was what that, that match was about. This match was to get LA Knight over. This match, this was the whole thing, this whole vehicle was for LA Knight because he's going to be. I don't know if it's before or because you know AJ going to have that re- uh, have that match with uh, uh, Roman, but this is to get into the. Now that um, like oh, okay, sorry, let me get my thoughts together. <laughs> Ellie Knight, he gets the win. He pins Jimmy. Now Roman sees this, and now he's like, now I got to take care of you because my cousin couldn't do it. Now I got to take care of you. So this is what that match was about. It wasn't about the work rate. It wasn't about the five stars at the Tokyo Dome. No, it wasn't that. Or arm drag, suplex, three super kicks. No, that's not what this was. No. That's not what this match was. And the crowd was in this entire match. I
0: mean, they were dead for the women's match. I mean, they were... They were- <laughs> They were probably dead for the first half of the the tag team title match, the, the first one, but they got into it around the this, this, this second half. The LWO profits match, I think that people were confused about. They they I think they wanted to see the profits do great. Then they popped for Carlito, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and they liked it, but it, you know, anyway. But this match, you know, th- this worked. This is th- th- this is like wrestling one on one. All right. So then the the, I- the yeah last man standing match, Seth Rollins retained pick that i i love that so many people actually thought that nakamura was going to get the championship nakamura is not going to get the championship Wait, those, people,
1: those people are, uh those exist
0: uh, yeah they exist they and they argue with me they, and they argue with me they're telling me that that the both triple h and vince don't look at nakamura as their guy they don't like him i'm like they've been paying him a lot of money for like 10 years for him to not be their guy they're like that doesn't mean anything it's like it's his job it's his means of 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 income, yes, it is. The titles don't mean anything. He he's on TV. Him being it's like if he wasn't their guy, they've done lots of releases, including like six or and seven he, and bulk he, releases. Right, and they, and they never released him once. Not a release and not a release and rehire. They've kept them in. so
1: obviously. I, yeah. I, think, I they, think they've been good care of him. Honestly, I mean, he's featured on TV. He's not. I don't think he's ever going to be their world champion guy. But they know if they need to plug Nakamura into something he's going to do the best job possible. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's doing what Brian Danielson should be doing right now. But I think the, I think that the catch 22 that they, that's in their head at AW is that they feel that, that, that they're that they don't have any big stars uh, and that they need, and that, you know, people like Brian and Moxley and Jericho need to be at the top of everything, but it's been proven that they don't really move anything. Um, you know, it's already baked into the cake. And then they'll tell you that they have these other, you know, 20 or so top stars. And it might be true. They might if they had six of them. But when you have 30 top stars, you have no top stars. And and, and that's the problem. That's one of the problems they have. But I, I think that, you know, Nakamura losing, Brian should have lost to Swerve. I guess is what I'm saying. And Nakamura's doing that. But the people believe the Nakamura could win. The people believe that AJ might win. That's that's great. And might these guys get like a short title run at some point right before the end? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, then the, and then people complain that their their title run was too short or you know it's embarrassing it was disrespectful. Just just shut up. These guys are making hundreds Make of thousands. If not millions of dollars a year okay. for multiple years, Nakamura's surfing. He's moved his family here. He's happy. You know,
1: with it's kind of comical. So we're wrestling fans, right? It'd be the it's it's to me it's always the wrestling fan, not the wrestler. Meaning, Nakamura is probably having the time of his life. Like you said, he's making bank. He's surfing. Um, uh, um, his family they, they, they're eating good, and everyone is like, it's really the fans. They're like why are they doing this to moro why are they doing this to him do they not see what we see well I,
0: i've noticed as the wrestling fans it's like they they move it, it, it's like if it's someone like nakamura or until recently Dolph ziggler they're like they're wasting him they're not respecting him. the second they get they, they they get released they're like oh my goodness how, how could they do that somebody's livelihood they have a family they, hmm. i mean it's it's like is it the is it the job that you're concerned about, or is it is it the titles that you want them to have? I mean, because if if the IWC got its way, everybody would have a, a year long title run, and and
1: right, and we don't need that all the time. No, we don't.
0: Right. I, I mean, you you have six thousand titles. It's ar- it's already overkill. Um. All right. So I know you have another show to do. So real quick, uh, sure. a, a couple people. Uh, you know, we're on the move. We already mentioned VSK. Probably nobody knows who he was. He was Jeeves in NWA. He he was signed and now longer is unsigned by AEW. Myron Reed appears to be signed with Impact. You probably don't know who he is either, uh, but he calls himself the young goat. He was in MLW for a while. Injury. Hmm. Mark Davis of Aussie Open, who recently recovered from a hip injury or knee injury, now has an arm injury. That's why you've been seeing Kyle Fletcher in matches. Another waste giving Brian Danielson a 20-minute match with Kyle Fletcher. No, have that Brian Danielson do a nine-minute match with Kyle Fletcher. That's enough. Nobody nobody buys into Kyle Fletcher as a, as a single star. Give other people time. Mox, we talked about, he still has scrambled eggs brain. And Sammy mm-hmm. Guevara also still in a concussion. I'm not aware of any new injuries. I'm sure there are. But with AEW, they generally hide them. Um, as far as ratings are concerned, Impact. Right. So remember, I am two weeks behind with Impact. Today is the twelfth, so these ratings are not for the twelfth, nor are they for the fifth. Therefore, the uh, the Thursday before the last Thursday in September, Impact dropped twenty-seven thousand to one hundred and ten thousand. New Japan Pro Wrestling dropped. 18,000, back down to under 50,000, down to 44,000. So remember earlier when I said nobody watches New Japan Pro Wrestling? Nobody would know about the Juice Robinson thing unless you emphasize it. Mm -hmm. It, it, This is proof. Nobody watches New Japan Wrestling. Um, SmackDown, uh, this past week, 2.319 million, up nominally by 16,000. Rampage went down 9,000 to 365,000. Someone out there is going, no, they went up 24,000. They were 341 last week. They were in an aggregate of 341 last week for two hours. Hour one was 374. Hour two was 309. So that was the aggregate. So I'm just doing hour one to hour one. Um, Collision went up by 26,000, 353,000. I set the over under 350. I am a fair man after all. Um, But 353 on Saturday night primetime. By the way, Raj Giri, who I think is a fair man, but actually did a year-over-year comparison to whatever movie TNT was running last year. And the movie last year did considerably better in overall viewership and the demo. So everyone says, well, it's better in the demo and viewers." No, it's not doing better than the movies. And it costs, well, maybe it doesn't. If Tony Khan is paying for this time, then yeah, it, 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 it costs more to do the movie because this is all net profit. But if you all are correct, all of you who yell at me, telling no, he's getting lots of money for Collision, then you're wrong it's it's not performing better than the movie raw this past week did 1.557 which was an increase of 46,000 not out of line with you know Monday night football in the, in the last few years nxt this week we already talked about uh, 921,000 special show 0.30 dynamite uh you know so that was up considerably dynamite different night you know against nxt loaded show but they did 609,000 down Uh, 191,000 for those keeping score. Last week was the DVR issue. This week they got this. Next week it'll be another thing. 0.26 in the demo. Last three weeks for NWA, 15,000, 33,000, 39,000. MLW, the show that aired tonight, when I checked a couple hours before airtime, recording time that is, 4,400 people had watched it. Um, From a week ago, up to 35,000. From two weeks ago, up to 35,000. So, MLW still sort of stuck in the mud. That is the ratings. That is all the news that I have. Ron, I'm thrilled that you have joined the team on a, on a regular basis. I I'm glad to be here. Totally. I'm sure as we do this more together, it will strike a more of a balance.
1: No, absolutely. I think you do a fantastic job talking about the ratings and the news. Uh, when I do uh, Big Pop, I don't really talk about it because there's a lot of numbers, so I don't do numbers. like. If it's like another zero, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of numbers. But you do a fantastic job, and I think it was a great balance. And I'm very honored to be a part of the team. I look forward to doing many more episodes. Maybe at some point we can get a, three, uh, a three-person a three team. I'm trying to think of a band with three people. Well, the only band I could think of is TLC. We could do like RJS, but we got to – we'll figure it out. Is that Steve or is that Shay? You'll see the way. It does. There we go. Right. Yeah. Because she began an us. There we go. I was mm-hmm. talking about Steve, but yes, Jay could be the, 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 she could be the manager, you know, the valet, the, the valet. Yeah, absolutely. Cause we're going to need, we're going to need uh, all the help we can get, but uh I'm glad to be a part of the team. All right. Well, where can people find you if you want to be found? Um. So I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, bad guy, underscore Jack. On my um, popular view, I do Dan XT review. I do uh, – um, right now we're reviewing Loki, so I'm going to watch that after this. I'm going to watch that so we can uh, go live and watch it. So hey, I'm on is, – Is Loki – did they drop the whole series or is it one show a week? One show a week. And oh. They do this weird thing now where you have to wait at 9 for it to air. I don't know why they – yeah, I don't know why they started doing it. I prefer – so I would watch it on my travels. So when I'm going to work, I could watch it and – I don't know why they did all that. It it kind of just. That's fine. Up.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for five weeks so I can just sort of basically you know
1: send Yeah. Yeah, Benji, that's a smart move. That's smart. But yeah. we're gonna be reviewing uh, Loki, and you could catch me on the Big Pop Thirty podcast. We record on a Sunday, air it out on uh, Monday. i had to make sure I, I almost said Tuesday. I don't know why I said that, but uh, we air it on Tuesday, and it's on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, what's this thing called? Spotify. So it's a good time.
0: Yeah. So we, we promised you more um, positivity and someone who's just a breath of fresh air and just enjoys wrestling. And 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 we give you Ron, who who says he's a bad guy, Jack, but he's really he he's not a bad guy. He's not even a Jack. So there you go. promise prom-
1: <laughs> that. Um, no, Jackson I, is my last name. That is my shoot last name. Yes, <laughs> I you, am Jack. Oh, you meant Jack, like muscular? No, I I am very you, Jack. You, no, I, oh, your I,
0: name is Ron. Your name is not Jack. I mean, it's fact. not like it's not like I'm I'm evil lip. <laughs> uh, so anyway, if you want, find DNA. Me, so in addition to here at Hammerlock Hangover, you all better know I you know, my my baby is Garden of Doom and the off show fair. Garden Views. Uh, in October, it's all Garden of Doom because I'm going to double up on the sp- spooky stuff. But I already have two Garden views recorded in the can, ready, ready to go. One on mergers and acquisitions; those of you Tko Endeavor or you know, and things like that. Uh, you know, Star Wars, Disney, stuff like that. And uh, another one that I'm pretty sure was on AI, which is you know one of my you know, little obsessions that I go on with. Garden of Doom, uh, all spooky stuff. Giants. I'm uh, going to have a show with an author who, who wrote a book on werewolves. Uh, we've got we've got witches. We have voodoo. We have ghosts. We got uh, we have uh, we had Drew Yari's shoot brother Mike uh, Yari, uh, who speaks who sees and, and talks to dead people. So the sixth sense uh, and just all oh. sorts of cool stuff coming up um, uh, on that. So uh, check that. By the way, I was on. If you follow Drew Yari and uh, and if you want to be his Patreon, I do a show with him about once a month called Garden of Droom. So we talked about oh, the history of sense. Halloween. Uh, But if you don't want to be a patron of his and you want to find out uh, the history of Halloween garden of doom has an episode on the history of Halloween with the inhumans, Bobby Anthem and uh, Bobby blades. And I released it twice. I I released it between episode 67 and 68. I think originally it was like episode like 16 or something. Um, So that's there with the history of Halloween. Um, And uh, I think I already said Twitter. So yeah, you can find me. I think that's it for the show. Um,
1: you know, stay evil, my friends. Stay evil. And i, I got to come up with a cool catchphrase at the end. Um, It's bad if you don't have syrup with your French toast sticks. Keep working on that. Thank you. <laughs> That's the show. That's the show. Later, everyone.